I need to go watch Tombstone real fast. <laughs> <laughs> is that cool? Besides that, is everybody ready? Would have been nice to have a Tombstone pizza here for all your guests. <laughs> <laughs> missing out on cross-promotion. That would have been a good idea. You're right. That would have been real sweet of me. Yep. But thank you for breakfast yesterday. You're very welcome. Sean Jordan, I'm going to start with you. We watch Tombstone. What is your favorite thing about it? At my least this watch. I just have to pick. Can I? Can like Val? Can Doc Holliday's lines be my favorite thing? Or do I have to pick one specific line? Oh, you here's what I'll, I'll. I got. It. I'll, I'll tell you what my favorite thing about it, and it's when Kurt Russell is talking to that dude. He kicks out of the casino, and he goes, "You're gonna do something. Or you're just gonna stand there and bleed." Because <laughs> that's I've always wanted to say something remotely that buck and i never will ever in my life especially <laughs> getting to say it to billy bob thornton among all people how fat, sweet would that be fat billy bob thornton Billy Bob Thor- <laughs> it is here fat. you go here you go now it's even more my favorite because i did not know that was uh, william robert thornton until just now <laughs> i had no idea that that's who that was oh yeah fuck it's a good movie yes right. i i was gonna make my compliment that it's probably the most quotable film that i've ever seen because i can't i there's it's like every line is the Buckus line I've ever heard. Yeah, the every writers, moment, the writers really they nail the verbiage in it. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. some even when it's like a little bit corny, every single line is just so badass. And my favorite is Doc Holliday. Um, and I, I was uh, for a while when I was a kid when I first found this movie, I was planning on being a poker hustler for is a living. Is that your favorite line from the movie? Gosh, they I don't know. It kind of differs so every time. I like yeah. when well, Doc. Do you have a favorite line or a line that stands out besides? It? Sorry, uh, I know I didn't mean to. This is in the middle of my compliment about the lines, but you go ahead. You you run it. You host. Okay. Well, I, for I those mean, of you I listening, would... Shane's not even close to sitting up. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so uh, we're clear. I think I'm fatting. <laughs> I'm fatting. <laughs> He's just pl- playing. I was out. Just, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to step on it. But it's I just. It's fine. It's fine. I was gonna say my my favorite line is. Uh, it's, it's got to be one Tony, of Tony, what's your holidays. favorite light? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go out for real. I'll put my hand in my mouth. Alex, probably... ask Tony what his favorite line is. <laughs> Anthony, just tell me your fucking line. What line uh, do you like? If I if I had to pick one. La- on you do, s- right on now. second rewatch, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but the uh, the uh, the Hell's Coming With Me speech, I think, is really oh, good. Yeah. But my favorite line on this one is when uh, he tells that guy he's going to canoe his head. Oh, and just yeah. the look on the friend's face, and the guy's face is like, no, nah, he ain't lying. He ain't He'll bluffing. do it. He ain't bluffing. He they might get me in a rush, but not before I turn your head into a canoe. <laughs> He'll kill me. <laughs> yeah, He'll just, do it. I just love that. Oh, so, so good. good. I, uh, I, I think. I mean, all of Doc Holliday's poker lines are so good. They're fantastic. Um, maybe poker's not just not your game, son. I know. Mm-hmm. Let's have a spelling contest. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me. Al- a- also, when his uh, girlfriend is getting ready to go down on him after the doctor said that it would kill him, and she's like, he's like, yeah, you are, you are a good woman. Then again, you could be the Antichrist. There's <laughs> <laughs> just so many bangers. Anyway, I uh, I just love how incredibly quotable it is. Um, anyway, uh, let's make you go next, Anthony. What's your favorite moment? Not uh, just your favorite line. Oh, you're talking about moments? Or can we just say things I we like you, about the movie? Okay, you, you, you know moment. how this works? I, okay, and yeah, I, I just you was you know you speci- anyway. Here uh, we go about the lighting. No, this movie <laughs> does have excellent lighting, but. <laughs> This is actually kind of along that line. It was all shot okay. in the magic hour, no, the whole I, movie. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in a very long time, and I could not believe the fucking cast in yeah. this movie. It's Literally astonishing. every single person has either like performed a like, super iconic role shortly before this or years later yeah, performed yes. a super iconic role. Every single person is an incredible character actor, like all the way through. By the time Charlton Heston showed up, I was like, are you just yeah. showing <laughs> off now? Like, it's seriously. just like the Warriors last season chucking yeah. up threes from across half court. <laughs> seriously, yeah. just, okay, just the, like, Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth, Michael Bain, Jason Presley, Priestley, Stephen Lang, Thomas Hayden Church, I mean, it's at this point, you're just saying names that with a cool voice. Billy I don't know Bob if that's Thornton, actually... Billy Zane, John Corbett. John Corbett. I, know, I, saw movie him, plays I, I, noticed, I noticed that today. I was like, is that fucking John Corbett? The whole movie was that. I was like, it's is incredible. that Stephen Lang? That's no way. That's St- hey. Stephen Lang and Michael Bean in the same movie. I thought they were the same person. I'm not, <laughs> Turns out they're I mean, two different actors. I'm not movie. even saying this to be a prick, but now name the women. 
Like there's what the, that one. Dina, what's her name? Yeah. The one that's sort of famous now, but there's not a lot of famous women. We were just talking well, about yeah. this today. I mean, the main one main problem with the film across the board is that there are not a lot of women. And although it does technically pass the Bechdel test because really early on, um, two of the wives are like, are you addicted to heroin? And she's like, yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. But it te- they're still not, not painting them in a great light. No, but they're <laughs> not about they're not talking. About, I have a headache. Quiet. <laughs> it's not about a men. So it technically counts. Um who are the who are the women? Uh, Who's that girl? Who's in like Dana, Dana Delaney? Dana Nicholson Delaney? is in it, right? I don't know. There's a girl she's from Nashville in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who? I don't know her name. But she's in Nashville. I mean, it is. Yeah. Uh, Paula Paula McCombson. I don't know. Where nope. fucking Lisa Collins. I'm just curious. I don't like. We were talking about how iconic all the men's like careers yeah. were. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was well, like, they weren't very, g- they weren't great roles for women, so it's not. Yeah, surprising I know, but like, I mean, like, cast. but like, you know, the woman that plays his wife actually has like some good scenes and is kind of dramatic in it. Yeah. And the woman yeah. that yeah. plays uh, Sam Elliott's wife has like that great scene. She's like, he doesn't want to talk right now, Wyatt. <laughs> and she's good. He's like, it's okay, Alec girl. I still got one good arm to hold you with. <laughs> Sam Elliott, that's two yeah. arms on yeah. Sam. Yeah, Oregon's own <laughs> Sam Elliott ran track at the University of Oregon. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow, I worked weird with. Fact. I worked with a uh, hostess at a TGI Fridays, and she just been there for years. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit older, but she would always just be like, "Man, Sam Elliott just gets me go." Like she would <laughs> say the gnarliest shit. She'd be like, "About Woo, Sam just Elliott, fill me up." <laughs> like just, he's a tall drink of water. He can yeah. fill you all the way up. Shane, we haven't gotten to you yet. Uh, Close us out. What's your major compliment? Oh man, um, I uh, I know this sounds the guy who. Who does the the monologues like the voiceover? Oh, Robert Mitchum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do like that. That was like even that yeah. was like that's how good that casting is. In the that very his voice is perfect. That, yeah. that and at the end, he was like, "Early Western movie stars were there, <laughs> such as Tom Howling, Howling Webb." That <laughs> you know, that's like, the closing yeah. line of the movie is about the real world where an actor cried at this funeral, and that cracks me up that's such a funny line in the movie but on. it's true yeah and it's awesome so and that's to what's pick rad that, about. yeah yeah and but to pick that as your like proof that this movie that these characters in this movie are really cool is that mm. men cried at it their kind of, uh, it, back it, then it back of, when men were men yeah. Yeah. Uh, see what i really yes. do like is like when um they shoot when they find billy zane dead in that horse-drawn carriage like and she's just like he was beautiful and you killed you yeah, know like yeah. he was really good in that scene but also, I just like it when they. Uh, when the funny thing is when Jason Priestley goes, "I think he's wonderful." <laughs> you, know, you know, like that scene, they all just laugh their asses off. It's so funny. I'm I, nobody. I'd fight you right now. Yeah, like, get yeah. out of here, Priestley. I yeah. I think it's cheating when actors play actors. I think it's too easy. Yeah, I think he had an easy. Play, oh, you think William Zane had an easy role because yeah. he played an actor? Yeah, I think he tried to steal my watch. <laughs> or they tried to steal my watch. He cursed them for cowards and they shot him. Tried to bring something good into this ugly world. You're also <laughs> ugly. She did have a good scene. You guys probably thought that was her sitting yeah. in this yeah. room. It Actually, was just me. I do sometimes think that. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about Westerns. Always have been. Always will be. Uh, we're doing a, this is a special in-person recording. recording recorded uh, live at the Helium Comedy Club. In Portland, Oregon. At, yeah, not an audience. We're in the green room. There's no one else here. Cause some posters on the wall. Someone wrote, I'm funny on that, but didn't put their name on it. So, And then someone wrote, she's not underneath. It. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, but we're, we're hanging out. I'm, out. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a stellar panel of current and former Portland comics. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Hey, I'm coming, and hell is following me <laughs> on this episode. Hey, why won't hell leave me alone? <laughs> just always back there. Also joining us today, he's at Sean S. Jordan. Sean's Jordan. It's like there were two of them on Twitter. You don't like that. Well, that's what I was shooting for, because Sean P. Jordan was taken. Sean Jordan is taken, so I was like, all right, Sean's Jordan. Oh, and is that really? Yeah, that's what I was I shooting. I thought I was being hilarious. It's not, an, it's not an S. Sean, Sean's Jordan is on Twitter. <laughs> he just wait, so like SS Jordan just didn't have the nice <laughs> ring he wanted. It's like the SS Minnow, you know? Yeah. Everybody knows what the SS Minnow is? Gilligan's Island? No. Yes, yep. we know. Are All the way from Los Angeles, I Sean Jordan. That. Are you serious? Shut up. Also joining us today. <laughs> if you hear a thud, listeners, it's this microphone cracking Sean. <laughs> Turning his head into a canoe. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> he's at um, our, our third guest today. He's at Syrup Mountain on Twitter in town from New York, New York. It's Mr. Shane Torres. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Great. That was I'm down by the creek walking on water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so this is episode number 383. No. Wow, shit. I know. We've now done as many episodes as the number of alligator attacks in the state of Florida since 1948. Do you... <laughs> pretty tight. Yeah. Do you think you can now keep pace with alligator attacks? Like, <laughs> if you just only record one episode pro gator attack from now on and just try to keep pace It would be the other way. They have to roll. keep up with us because we're doing this weekly. Alex is just going to book a bunch of flights to Gainesville, get his hand <laughs> chopped on. That's a good rule. Yeah, I like it. Every time, that would be an interesting podcast. Every time there's an alligator attack, a new show comes out. Might yeah. be kind of like, and it's not related to alligators. Maybe no. anytime there's an animal attack. Oh, that would be, that'd be more like frequent. St- there's so many animal attacks. There has to be. Anyway, speaking of leathery <laughs> monsters uh, coming out of nowhere and killing innocent people, this week we're talking about the 1993 film Tombstone, starring everybody previously mentioned yeah, so under the fucking sun. I, for- I was forget that it's 27 years old. That's fucking bananas. Did you know that that baby, that's 24 years old. 24. 24. Yeah. 2000, uh, it's 2020, (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting from the future. That's why you could hear me end with a question mark. Thank you guys for helping me out. I did end that with a question mark. I said 27 years old? That's crazy. Is that what you put at the end of your math problems? (laughs) Hey, teach, check this for me, will you? Technically not wrong. I put a question mark. Schmidt, I'm never going to need to use this, so why don't you back the fuck up? Sorry. I'm showing my work in the gyms. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason we're talking about Tombstone is so I had the the beautiful fortune that you guys are both in town at the same time, Sean and Shane, because uh, now you live on the opposite coast. And so we were talking Thank at breakfast God. today about it's what smell you about what uh, we wanted to talk about, and we wanted to talk about a western. I think, and you had also recently, Anthony, ta- told Sean that you wanted to see this again. Yeah. Anyway, it's just for some reason this this movie came out of the ether. It's a thing we all loved in the '90s when we originally saw it. It holds the fuck. Oh, it's up. so good. And it does hold up. It's. I mean, it's a very different way to watch it from when I watched it 200 times when I was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, but I so I can't give it a fair assessment. I have no idea what it'd be like to watch it for the first time now. I think it'd be amazing. And I, I mean, you how I think you could be? show that to a teenager today and be like, "This is a great," and they'd be like, "This is a dope fucking movie." Sure. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Nothing I just can't know. It. There's just no way I could know from inside because I'm I'm just way too deep sure. into it. Yeah. Um, and there are like the slow motion where he yells no for six minutes just shooting no. directions. Probably a little cornball if I was watching for the first time. But I'm so in love with it that I can't see its flaws. I mean, when he and on the river. When he just walked out yeah. in, into the gunfight? No, 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 <laughs> no! He and walks he into that gunfight the way like I notice a toilet is jamming. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, no, there's way no, more panic no. in your voice when you notice a toilet jamming. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not a cowboy. He's cool as fuck. Uh, anyway, if you want to force us to read or watch a topic of your choice, go to readjustweek.com. Sign up on the mailing list. We have a new. We're gonna have a new topic suggestion system coming out here in the next couple weeks. So uh, get get up on that mailing list and find out how you can how you can help us choose what we're watching and reading. Now I'm gonna give you in case you haven't seen this movie. Get up on pe- that list. Have people not uh, seen this movie? I mean. Pretty much everybody. It's right. kind of required viewing so in Texas. A, f- a few poor bastards chose Wyatt Earp instead and <laughs> just never got around to correcting that mistake. Oh, what we're definitely going to talk about that. Yeah. So uh, f- first, uh, so I'm going I'm to summarize for you. The, today's summary comes from the website allocene.fr. So this is translated from the French audi- by Google. This oh. is the... S- this is how we're like I got in an argument with a French ear surgeon at my club date this weekend, but I'll tell you guys about that off stage. Wait, that's off what my, you're not. <laughs> you're you just not rolled your eyes at me. No, I'm rolling at the French. This. At the French. Be- yeah, I know. But that that whole noise you made when I said I was going to summarize it from the French website was about French people in general because yep. of your ear surgeon. No, I'll tell you about it later. But no, I got, you're definitely you telling me about it, it right the okay. fuck now. Well, I had I had I had like this. I had a heckler at my show, and he was a French ear surgeon. He was like, I'm from France. And he kept talking. What did he sound like? So he's just an ear surgeon. He's not a French ear well, surgeon. Well, he is French. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, the doctor I know what you're trying French? to do. What is the the doctor is French. Yeah. Wait, the mom is also I'm French. glad it takes both of you to ca- keep <laughs> up with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this heckler, you asked, what do you do for a living? And he was like, he was like I am a surgeon, and I am so French, and I need it, your ears. Yeah, and, and I said. Baguettes and ears. <laughs> I did have that one good. That was close. <laughs> Let's have Anthony do more French French accent. <laughs> that was it. That was my one. 
That's the one French line I have in the chamber. I put baguettes in ears. Francois Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> so what did this heckler say? Yeah, we're not giving me I shit. Did, Fuck I you did. guys. That's it. We're making fun of Shane <laughs> right now. <laughs> Je m'appelle. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> so what did this what did this ear surgeon say to you? He I was doing the bit I have about I where I mentioned that I used to date a ballerina and he said, I don't believe you. I don't believe just you. saying what we're all feeling. Yeah, which is fair. And then I went at him and just he was like I, and he said he said I don't he said I don't want to fight. He said, I don't want to fight and that's I said that's how the French say hello and then I fucking <laughs> finished him Wait. off. That's and he was like, good. later, he was like, you're very good at what you do. And I was like, thank you. Drop the accent. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, it's out. weird because he dropped the accent and got way more complimentary. I'm not sure I believe the end of that story. Well, you know what? It happened, buddy. I feel, <laughs> maybe I feel like when you get... When your stories end with you being a hero twice in a row, I feel like maybe this is a, a thing you made up. Not if you're living it, buddy. You know, the world is a change in my friend. All right. So here's the summary from Alicine.fr, translated automatically by Google from the French into English. In the town of Tombstone, Arizona, a real terror reigns. Under the aegis, uh, it means power, A-E-G-I-S. I can't say it. Aegis of a, a skewer of thugs. Can you do that? I'm sorry. Can you start over, but in a French accent? Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. In the town of Tombstone, Arizona, a real terror reigns under the aegis of a skewer of thugs, assassins, and psychopaths. When former Dodge City Marshal Wyatt Earp comes to seek a peaceful life, he realizes that it will not be a trivial affair. Oh, no. With his brother Virgil, they decide to take matters into their own hands by becoming sheriffs. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that was, that that was great. That yeah, was if, great. I mean, snap like Frenchman. I thought oh. there was a, a With, French ear surgeon uh, in here for yeah. a second. <laughs> it was great. Hey, it was a, it was surgery because it was music. To, no, my nope. ears, nothing. Right. I can't anyway, do it. Anyway, uh, I really liked the phrase, a skewer of thugs, assassins, and psychopaths. Yeah, I really thought it was just going to be like they're really a bunch of men with guns and their toxic masculinity. <laughs> you went around and... <laughs> They would probably be super into those west those dusters that why yeah. it's always wearing like so God, uh long black cloaks. So we're talking about uh Westerns in general to start out. What are, are you guys big Western people? This is what I wanted to ask. Yeah. My dad was super into them, so yeah. I kinda like I got a bunch of my grandmother would have paintings of John Wayne in her house, like oil really? paintings. Oh, of John nice. Are you guys big Westerns? Not at all. Not even I, in oh. the slightest. I was like, uh, I was uh, went through a huge like spaghetti western phase yeah. in high school. Like a lot of like Good and Bad and the Ugly, Once Upon a Time in the West. Like I love all of those movies. I love totally. some like I'm talking about great lines. Once Upon a or uh, Good Bad and the Ugly. There's some really great. There's so many great that, lines yeah. of dialogue in all of those uh, um, Sergio Macomo, uh, Sergio movies. Uh, I really like those. Uh, I like you know some like classic American westerns. I really like Unforgiven, but I've never really like gotten to like a lot of John Ford or like uh, um, what's the big. Um, uh, John Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah. When you said John Ford just now, is that a different person? He's a director. He, okay, he's like a, like a famous Western director. I don't know director. that well enough, and so I thought maybe but yeah, I've never, I was going to make never fun s- of you, and I realized a lot now of that, that gambit did not pay yeah. off. Not a big, like, uh, like old-timey Western thing, like sort of like 60s more. It is a weird genre to Western. dive into at this point. Cause it, yeah, it it's, a, it's kind of a lost genre of yeah. film. Sure, I like Back sure. to the Future 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's it in ha- my top four Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, they ha- yeah, it's up there. They haven't aged well as a genre of westerns. Like I don't. No, know. there's there's plenty of problems with them. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I saw. That's why I, I saw don't like them, and you three are idiots. <laughs> I have not seen a ton of them. I I didn't actually say my opinion yet. But thanks for just Alex, assuming do you I'm like an idiot. Westerns? Now that I know, I, mean, I want you to like me. So no. Now that that French guy <laughs> took off in your back, do you like <laughs> westerns? <laughs> man, I saw uh, Slow West. A couple okay, years yeah. ago, and that was really good. So there really are good. there's some pop like uh, every once in a while they pop back in. Um, Shane, Shane yeah. is a really good one. Shane, the original True Grit, I have seen that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. True, I saw and I saw the new True Grit recently, yeah. and I loved it. It's yeah, called it's New right. Grit. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you can get it Give on. Me some on the you feet. You can get there. it on Snickers too. Oh man, they caramel just, and New Grit. Here's the thing: a lot <laughs> of the time we for historically we've recorded this podcast via Skype, and so we've never been able to foot bump. Now we were able to. Shane and Sean just tapped feet to congratulate each yeah, other on that do you feel like uh actually i guess it's kind of a western in a way did you guys see hell or high water yeah that's absolutely yeah. a western yeah yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean it's, it's a modern and high yeah. i mean that seems yeah. like a western i mean like i think Super like uh, i mean like, not in the classical like 
eighteen hundred cent. So but I mean, know, but yeah, Western as like like uh, No Country for Old Men is kind a, of a Western, Western yeah. you know, like oh, Western yeah, yeah. isn't just like old timey cowboys. They should just call Westerns Texas. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, movies like, and sometimes oh, I, Arizona movies yeah. that are just about like individuals rugging it outdoors, making it for themselves, being chased by like some metaphor. Like that's I like Westerns. Westworld. Of, yeah. Does that count? I think it does. Yeah. It's got West in the name. How could yeah. it be? That's about a Western in a sci-fi show. Yeah, City Slickers too. City yeah. Slickers too. This is not a bad Western. Search now for Curly's Gold. Search for Curly's Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Search for Curly's Gold sounds like an like uh, somebody's checking you for like pubic lice. Sure. Yeah. There was down there. Speaking of that, uh, that you know how. Imagine you I just got want, caught wait, slipping. Let, wait, pause for a second. Let's just ima- let's just guess where Sean's going with speaking of pubic sure, life. I I thought he was gonna I was gonna say in a know, French accent. Explain what you're about. To <laughs> I thought I thought you were French accent. I thought you were gonna tell about the time you blew Jack for Lance. Anthony's wrong. Speaking of Jack, Jack was Jack Palin's wrong. Yeah, Jack Palin's. I have no idea where you're going with this. Jack for Lance? Speaking of, imagine if you got caught with a case of chlamydia or something back then because French accent, and you had to wear like a three-piece cotton polyester, whatever the fuck it was. Doesn't that shit thrive in a damp environment? You would just be completely ruined. So uncomfortable. And there was no cure, so they just let it ride. It's, yeah. it's astonishing. Yeah. Well, it's like the, they talk. That is like the one, one of the few funny things about that movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, the, I think that movie's hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was okay, but like they always, he's always constantly talking about the ways you can mm-hmm. die in the West. Just like not, never mentions murder yeah, or bullets. He's always just like he was like staff infections. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. wait, so I've not seen this movie, but you, the way you make it sound combined with the title makes me think it's just someone listing one million things and then it's over. It's well, just like a place well, it's to Seth play MacFarlane, so it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, and I think Family Guy's hilarious, and I think Seth MacFarlane's hilarious. I don't know why that's an unpopular opinion. Dude's uh, funny. And no, I like some of his stuff, but I just didn't think it was that funny a movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll fight about it after. after yeah, and you'll fucking this. lose, like that French guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, so, actually, let's. I let's, love you. Uh, I love you. <laughs> God damn it, you guys. Um, uh, you're loving each other is way less fun for me, so that's a weird way that you just. Yeah, we can that. love you too. So sweet. Yeah. No, no, no. I we'll just, love you all over the screen room. F- oh, gross. Shut okay, the hell up, Shane. <laughs> you back. Fucking blowhard, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody started to care, even when you said that movie, Shane. Is it weird that this movie, <laughs> that the love story in this movie, uh, is between a guy and uh, his two brothers, not his wife? Well, yeah. Well, so his two brothers and then this the new lady, but that like his wife just gets so shit upon. Like, but he, nof- but he never throws down with this gal, so it's not really. Is it a love story if they haven't? Uh, yeah. Well, don't they stay together till he yeah, dies? Yeah, for like forty years yeah. after this. Yeah. He throws down with us just off screen. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, <laughs> like, have to, I need to mad, see penetration and know they throw down. <laughs> At the end of the movie, during the credits, when he's just walking in the camera with his ghost friends behind him. Tombstone 2 is just the whole movie they're trying to get undressed, and it takes that long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, she died, right? His wife? Yeah. His actual... I mean, the real Wyatt Earp, this was like, I think, Wives 2 and 3 that we met in this. Mm -hmm. But um, she, uh, the the one who's addicted to uh, drinkable heroin. Laudanum. Laudanum. I'd I'd love to get my hands on some laudanum. No, you wouldn't. You're too scared. I would. That is terrifying. Tell tell me it's liquor, and it's going down the old hatch. Yeah. Going down the old Irish butthole. That's what we call it. (laughs) (laughs) We call them out. I do want to apologize to the Western Europeans uh, who are listening today, especially the French and the Irish. I'm Irish. I can say that. You're not French, so you can't. I'm apologizing to them anyway. <laughs> Don't uh, worry. We'll get to the Italians in a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just weird. I guess this is something I hadn't noticed the first time through is that it's just a like... I, uh, originally, I was like, "What a beautiful love story!" Like, she's so fun and no, he's really married the whole time. Yeah, and the yeah. whole time, it's like, "Oh yeah, his wife is dying, and you're not. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just not. You don't want to hang out the with her at all." The one time he gets any use out of her as like a person is the time he uses her as bait on a train. Like yeah. he puts like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like well, maybe pit- you're not supposed to use someone you care about, Tony. Exactly, <laughs> you're not. I'm not. I'm not defending. The one that. time, he that's didn't the one care about her. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, and, he did not. Yeah. And you know, and she cared about Laudanum. I think, in re- if we really <laughs> want to get serious, I think her marriage with Wyatt Earp was over a long time ago when she married a new a new fella named Laudanum. And Wyatt Laudanum probably sounds saw French. that because he was a wise 
policeman from Dodge City. He was a sheriff from Dodge City, so he knew he knew right from where's wrong. Do, where's Dodge City? It's in Kansas, Alex. So cool. he knew right from wrong. So when she got addicted really to Laudan, threw it right down the middle of the plate for him there, didn't you, Falcone? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to ride it out as long as he could, Shane. But the thing is, a man can only do so much and a woman can only do so much, especially if she's addicted to Laudanum. So I think he did the right thing by sending her on her way. And then he killed all the cowboys and ended up That's meeting right. the love of his life. You should abandon your wife years. when she's turning into a fucking junkie. I'm That's not going to get help married her. to a future junkie. I know that about yeah. myself. The guy who just called uh, his mouth an Irish butthole. And <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. A lot of sober people are going to want to marry that. Yeah. No, exactly. He's the wife in the situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm the junkie. Yeah. I'm going to find my own Wyatt Earp, and she's going to bail on me at my worst. I, uh, what do you guys think? Well, the other thing that I thought was weird this time around was uh, uh, the, um, the, the, the driving plot of them killing the cowboys comes down to Virgil deciding, like, let's get in a gunfight over a small legal technicality yeah. on a law that just went into effect last week. That's the best part about much like Wyatt parts. and Hattie's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the like, I think I never saw Wyatt, but a lot of people said that the end of the movie was the OK Corral. When in real life, the OK Corral was just a tiny little thing, yeah. and the aftermath was like what made Wyatt yeah. famous. Also, the fact that he didn't—he was the only one that didn't get shot, right, at, at the OK Corral. Yeah, like everybody else got wounded and he didn't. Is Sounds that right? Like a coward to me. Yeah, yeah. so no, he was in there rooting. You don't have scars. Yeah. You didn't play, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Wyatt Earp, famous for using his friends as shields yeah. during the OK Corral. <laughs> oh my God! You just I mean, <laughs> think how mad I, that would have made people in the fifties. <laughs> you would have been called a coward and had your watch stolen, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Just called I, Eisenhower a pussy and walked <laughs> off. <laughs> I couldn't get over rewatching it again. The fact that he sets up very early on. Listen. I killed one man once. Really? You don't want that on your conscience. It ruined my life. His murder count jumps up 20,000% in like four yeah, days. He goes, boy, you don't ever want to know. <laughs> I'm going to go kill 50, 50 people. people. I was wondering, <laughs> so, so never going to sleep again. <laughs> one of two things I think happened. Either he was just lying to try to get his brother to not leave the business. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, no. I killed one person. It sucks. You don't want to do that. And secretly, he just kills everybody and feels nothing. Yeah. Um, the other option is that it's like um, it's like kids. Like everyone's a lot less stressed out the second time. I feel like maybe he killed one person and it sucked. And you're like, oh, two through fifty. That's like yeah, you you know your first murder. You're like really delicate about it. Like oh, I don't yeah, want to yeah. make sure his head hits the ground. Special. Second one, you're just laying the dead bodies out in the sun. You're just yeah. out there pay, not paying yeah. attention. <laughs> I really oh. want to know how easy it is get, to get knocked out with the butt of a gun because it happens like four times in the you movie. You can find out. Where they just come up and we could find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shane, you want me to beat your fucking ass with a gun? See how many times it takes to knock you out? It Not only does it does it happen a lot in the movie, there's the one, one of them, he does it like on the side. Real half-hazardly. Just like, yeah, just like, like two inches of like up and down. Neck. Hits him on the ear and he falls. Yeah. And he knocks out Ike when he's, yeah, you I, tell him. So if I see him on the street and he cocks his gun and then Sam Elliott gives him like a cat paw with the gun in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ike just falls like a sack of potatoes and you're like, that ain't how There's it goes. Just an Watch it, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> There's just an off switch on the back of everybody's Doc, neck. Doc, I didn't you know you was back it. in town. <laughs> God, I love it. Everything in that movie. So many good cuts and fucking yeah. great language. I think I stand corrected, Wyatt. You are an oak. <laughs> I did love when Billy Bob was going to come and kill Wyatt Oak and then Doc Holliday is like, Wyatt, he's like, oh, you're Wyatt Earp. I was about to shoot in the back. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Please forgive me for about to murder you. If you were just some yokel who slapped me and told me to stand there and bleed. And that's sort of like the the point of that scene is that he would have died if Doc Holliday hadn't walked up right then. Yeah. Wyatt Earp was just about to get shot in the street for no reason. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. <laughs> I said throw down, boy. <laughs> you know how bad I'd like to, like... Do a heckler? Can you imagine? Let's say, let's say there was a heckler with a gun at your show, and you walked up to him and slapped him, and you go, "What's he say?" He goes, "Jerk that pistol and go to jerk work, that, boy." Uh, jerk no. that pistol yeah, and go to work, and no. then you slap the heckler. The jerk that pistol is like something you would say in your act instead of jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> let's back up for a second. Let's actually recreate the scenario. This is not your show. This is somebody else's yeah, show. Right you right walk now. in, see a heckler ruining it You're for everyone. You're the heckler in this story. Yeah. No, no. There's there's, no, there's another a heckler. heckler. No, there's that's because no. he's the dealer. So he's like the comedian bombing. Right. And well, you but no. Walk okay. In and you walk in. You walk okay. in. So you who's heckling? Okay, I, here's how I imagine. You walk in, your friend, the Burr owner is on stage getting heckled by oh, Billy Bob okay. Thornton. Okay. Okay. And you're like, 
You I'll just sit there and take the second. Yeah, he comes to it's every good to show. Be here, everybody. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like that. He, he buys a bunch of drinks. We can't really kick him out. He's like the first one in. He's just really annoying, and you just immediately like, I got this. <laughs> just I walk up. To I just think, to me because like it, the situation makes more sense because the that the gambling is like keeping people there drinking. Right, that's yeah. the whole purpose for the bar. So I feel like that's the comedian. So it's the comedian is on stage shitting on everybody, and so there's a very small crowd. And you walk in, and you're like, I'm going to heckle him and solve this problem. And you heckle him so good, he leaves, you become the comedian. That's what Wyatt Earp did. You're damn right you're scared. I could see that in your eyes. <laughs> saying anything he said, saying that to a real person, you know? I said, throw down, boy. Did if you I said, what if you said that to, like, a bum on the corner? One of my favorite <laughs> other lines is uh, when uh, Virgil's, or is it, and when one of the brothers is dying. And he says, he says, hi, Wyatt. That's my favorite line. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's Bill Paxton. Yeah. And he's like... Uh, R.I.P. Um, Fort Worth, Texas, Bill Paxton. Uh, don't Paxton. let him get you, Wyatt. You're the one. Everyone always said that. You're the one. Like, his dying yeah. line is like, you're the coolest of the three brothers. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> I, I you're the one, to, brother. At the end of the movie, Wyatt just stands up and just stops the bullets like Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. And just Bill you're Paxton is like, one. he is the one. Just as like a kind of related, so did you know Kurt Russell's dad was the sheriff on Bonanza? Nope. Yeah, uh, the the Western TV series. He was the sheriff. Of mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon roots had a his dad owned a minor league baseball team here. I have toured the Bonanza Ranch because that's uh, near uh, Reno, Nevada. Oh, that's where you're from, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a buffet restaurant in Sioux Falls, South Dakota called Bonanza, where I used to get steak and pudding. Oh shit, so. Anthony, you have to have a Bonanza fact that relates to your life. Uh, did you know that uh, Big Trouble in Little China was originally meant to be a western, but they couldn't afford it, so they moved it to modern day sh- San Francisco. And uh, no shit, yeah. No, Man, no this has been fun facts with the uh, ensemble. Uh, cast. Well, I would have just loved it if you were like, "I just want a million dollars on this scratch-off <laughs> ticket, <laughs> Bonanza." <laughs> <laughs> Snitch haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hate it. All right, so now it's time for a lightning bonus round. We're going to the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We gotta finish this shit up. I have a couple of uh, uh, table panel questions. Nine the inches. first one up is what? Nine inches. It's too big for your body. If you measure oh. from my butthole, it's nine inches. <laughs> No one does that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean your Irish butthole from the top? Yeah, you go right. all the way down, it's nine Measure inches. from my loud mouth after I get some loud mouth soup. So in our first, first thing up is uh, uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. So No Retreat, No Surrender is our game about uh, where we follow. <laughs> you all right, buddy? This is fun. This is fun. It is fun. It's so fun. This is nowhere near as fun for the listeners. There's no way it could be. I'm having a blast. I mean, may, I mean, you don't have to tell them that. They are also having fun. People like this show. Yeah. Well, they used to. 384. Um, anyway, so uh, the No Retreat, No Surrender is where we talk about, is, is our game about uh, side characters and like what it would be like to follow their stories. So this is sort of about Wyatt Earp, but as we've alluded to a few times, there's a movie, Wyatt Earp, that came out six months later starring Kevin Costner, who we found out was originally attached to Tombstone, but left because he wanted it to be more about Earp and less about the rest of the cast. So he left to start a rival movie. And used his considerable clout to stop other stop uh, theaters from carrying Tombstone and make them carry Wyatt Earp instead, and then Wyatt Earp turned out to be a piece of crap, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. including getting a Razzie for and that worst movie was for the love of the gay. Uh, he included he got a, a Razzie for worst screen couple and wow. for Coster and any of his three wives. <laughs> so they just biographied the whole thing. Yeah, but it's yeah, just, yeah it's a bi- from when, when Earp is twelve until he dies. Um, so I guess my so my question is, what other character would you like to see? Maybe not Kevin Costner, but somebody do a spinoff movie about. Um, who else from this movie would you like to follow Doc, more than you like dude. to follow? Yeah, I mean, obviously Doc. Yeah, sure, for sure, I Doc. Mean, that would be fantastic to see how Doc got there before he had tuberculosis. How much of a badass he was? Oh shit, out of town. Or maybe maybe when he became a lunger, that's when he actually got cool. Oh, don't you use I mean, slang that's, on me. That's <laughs> actually what like the Doc Holiday story is. Like, he was like a dentist who got tuberculosis and decided well i'm gonna go become a gambler and a gunslinger because fuck it my mom died really young of this really so. yeah he like he was like a medically trained like yeah, doctor he's like an e- he wasn't actually educated <laughs> yeah. man yeah and then I he like, like you know because yeah. at the time this is fucking crazy uh like the fact that like you see it in this movie but like gambler 
is like a reputable profession back <laughs> yeah, in the Wild yeah, West. It's yeah. like a real job yeah. you could have. People yeah. are like, oh, he's a gambler. Oh, what a classy gentleman. <laughs> that guy. Whereas now you're like, living. oh, he's a 22-year-old bro, and he's mean to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that. that now mean. a gambler just some kind of pasty fat I, kid. Yeah. I, I want to follow Johnny Ringo's story. Sure. You know? I That's a really good quick, one. Before we talk about Johnny Ringo, because I do want to do that too. Are there? I'm sure there are Doc Holiday movies. Are there any good I Doc Holiday movies? I can't think of any yeah. either. I, I would not want to see There's Doc, Doc Holiday. Hollywood with Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. I would not want to see Doc Holiday with anybody besides Val Kilmer because this Val Kilmer Doc Holiday is so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's right in there with my favorite De- Val Kilmer. That's right when it's, he was the best. He's it's so and good. It's, it's just but such a great performance because like everyone else shows up and they're like, well, well. So, uh, Bill Paxton, are you going to play this role? I'm thinking like Gritty Cowboy. Uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott, <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm thinking like Gritty Cowboy. I, mean, I everything as a Gritty yeah, Cowboy. Yeah. That's what and I then am. Val Kilmer showed up and was like, I'm going to make some choices. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> every second of every shot, I just, I'm just i making choices. The Tim so Cup awesome. scene? The Tim Cup scene oh, yeah, is like, so, it's so oh. funny. Where's that accent from, Val? Who knows? <laughs> you know? I'm just out here <laughs> playing jazz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the tuberculosis. from the tuberculosis. Part of the country. Isles. Sure. Yeah. Like Think about the choices he wasn't making. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, That's a little too weird yeah, if the, I come in on a Harley. The things yeah. when the director had to go in and like reel in that Val Kilmer performance. Yeah. Like, Jeez. Yeah, so uh, so tell me about Johnny Ringo. So Johnny Ringo's the lead bad guy for Well, he's the, he's like the second lead bad guy, but like he's the guy in like the first scene who's like you know, he's like kind of disgusted at what they're doing, but he's like, yeah, it's, my, it's just my job, you know? Yeah. I try not to think about it. You're an idiot who doesn't understand Latin like I do. Yeah, he's the smart one. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got him confused. Yeah, yeah, Ringo is definitely the interesting yeah. one. Spanish is yeah. worse than your English. That's yeah. What he oh, when he, when he sort murks of like, that priest in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then doesn't even eat the food. He just yeah. murks the priest and drinks tea or something. And then, like, he has <laughs> this whole, like, weird... Like he gets really hammered at one point. Like this guy's very composed, and then Wait, all of a sudden, travel. <laughs> he just gets so <laughs> shitty drunk. Right here's River Setting. It's just so. Weird. That's another great scene where yeah. Doc is sick. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, "Can I beat him?" He's like, "No." Mm-hmm. Oh, so great. The whole thing. Oh man, the whole yeah. movie. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think my favorite line with another favorite line with Doc is when uh, when he's like, "Why are you doing this, Doc?" And he was like, "Why well, a friend of mine?" I'm like, I got I a got lot of friends. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I it's love just, it. It tugs at your heart, and you're like, you don't. And then he yeah. gives him the card at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. Well, wait. What was that at the end? Was Did he write a book? He wrote, like, a novella? Right, I think he wrote, like, a poem. It's like a little, like, oh, card. It yeah. looked like a, sh- like a short novel it looks called like a... My Friend Doc Holiday by Wyatt Earp, which it... Like, it is sweet in the movie. He just but drank and fucked his way into like, an early grave. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's a weird story. If one of you was like, I'll Happy be your birthday, Alex, I wrote you a book. I got you something. It's called I'll Be Your Huckleberry <laughs> and Other Wit and Witticisms for a Life of Hanging Out with Doc. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sell this, Doc. Well, Johnny Ringo, <laughs> you look like somebody walked over your grave. Johnny Ringo is, is the Doc character. Holiday of the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And that's why he ultimately loses because he's on the wrong team. He's on the wrong mm-hmm. team. Man. Uh,. <laughs> Is there anybody else that would be fun to follow besides those? What if, uh, what I think Virgil post no arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that like the w- the long one arm of the law. Once he because <laughs> <laughs> he becomes because he becomes a lawman. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At the end, one arm like, Verge. I think he goes back and his wife leaves him. And that's our his sheriff. Life goes to shit. And he's he's got to learn to beat off left hand. Bad it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's an adult. He's figured no, it out um, by now. Um. He, what, uh, what about the two guys who were cowboys and then are like, well, we've decided we're good guys now, and then are just uh, the most passionate good guys? You mean Michael Rooker and other guy? Michael Rooker is in this movie, <laughs> you guys. How dope is that? That guy Sane. shows up yeah. everywhere. Sane Michael Rooker. Yeah. He didn't seem in, cra- in, cra- in crazy. He didn't seem insane in that movie. No. He seemed very put together. I heard about what they did to your women. That it's was wrong. wrong. <laughs> They Brothers fed- to the bone, McMasters. <laughs> I heard what they did to your women. They, they fed them a square meal and didn't have them do the chores for a night. That's just not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just have that in, in tombstone days. Is, um, <laughs> yeah, that is the... I don't love it. <laughs> the scene is not like a scene anybody talks about for that movie, but like when they're leaving the play, and she's like, stay a little longer, Wyatt. And he's like, well, I guess I can stay a minute or two. And she's like, just go. And, he goes, <laughs> and then he goes, you look really beautiful tonight. And she goes, thank you. <laughs> like, that, you're like I'm like, I've definitely been like, oh, I'm in trouble now. And pulled out one of the. Well, on, in his defense, she was whacked out on laudanum yeah. at that moment. And, and he, where now? And he had to do, work. Where do he, I get laudanum? 
Did what? we cover that? Where am I going to get some laudanum? Did you guys tell me where to I'm get that? I'm pretty sure you can't get laudanum anymore. It's hard to Google because I'm holding the mic. With right I mean, right in the beginning? Right when power is boo? I, can, I can't get you like up that mountain, but if you have a dragon you want to chase, I can point you towards one, you know? If you want to like... <laughs> I, I want to chase the liquid dragon that they call laudanum. In the very beginning, when Powers Booth looks at the camera and he goes, and I ain't kidding neither. So, <laughs> like, laudanum is just 10% powdered opium. Yeah, tincture of opium containing approximately 10% powdered opium by weight. Uh, the equivalent of 1% morphine. Um, oh, I've had yeah. 100% morphine during surgery, so I think I'm all right. Yeah, but it's just it's weird because it's like in a glass. You could like pour yourself a glass That's of morphine. So I can do morphine. it like a gentleman. I don't even need to be at the hospital exactly. or injured. Could, like, I could just be... Had, how would you like your morphine? Like two rocks. I'd like it in 10% hidden Three in a fingers, bottle of laudanum, you know. please. Uh, it is it is uh, strictly regulated, but you know, does exist. You know, so people are still making it. You know what the and move it's, uh, is? It's recognized as addictive, Sean. Yeah. So you know what the move <laughs> is? You get yourself a blunt, and then you dip it in the laudanum, and oh then you smoke God. it. You sound you like more of a monster than just you are so in you real know, life. <laughs> in quotes, laudanum is according to Wikipedia. Laudanum is called the whole opium, which is pretty. If you guys makes it sound me, like a pretty good drug. To if me. you don't get me some laudanum, I'm gonna dip that blunt in embalming fluid and then see what and that does. And then die. It's, what's it's over process dude. I know. I know a bunch of stuff I could dip. All right. In. So uh, <laughs> the other lightning bonus round question before Sean comes up with other terrifying drug scenarios. <laughs> um, so this one for me, this was like one of the first ten DVDs I owned. I think. Actually, sure. no, that's not true. I had it on VHS. I think I had it on VHS, but it was like one of my first ten movies, mm-hmm. and I watched it a thousand times. Yeah. What else is on that list for you guys? What else is on your teen movie, like movies you saw in your teenagers years that you saw a ton? Oh, um, Half Baked is probably up there. I watched it yeah? a lot. Yeah, Mallrats, like a lot of Kevin Smith. Mallrats, yeah, yeah, I definitely watched Kevin Mallrats Smith a bunch of times. Chasing Amy, I think, was like the first romantic comedy that I remember really like liking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything, Be- anything. Beetlejuice was huge for me. Really? Yeah. I was I'm so, such a big Beetlejuice. I still am a big Beetlejuice fan. I think it's like a. That feels like it was early movie. for this. What What year did Beetlejuice? Come? Like it came out between. I mean, it must have been early '90s because it was. I mean, it oh, was yeah. before Batman. Okay. So Batman yeah. was '88, so it must have been '87, '86. Oh like that. yeah. Okay. So it was a little. Early. So you yeah. saw. It, I mean, you saw it later. Yeah, but I mean, I was like, it was like one of the first totally. DVDs I made sure I owned. Days Confused was yeah. one. Menace to Society was a huge one that came out. Yeah. Like, it was a, 94, I think. Yeah. But that. <coughs> Robin Hood, watch. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Oh, it was right. It was right next to this when I was <laughs> watching it today. Robin Hood was right next to it. I was like, oh, I want to watch Robin Hood instead. <laughs> They're yeah. both off the chains. They're so good. I have not watched Prince of Thieves. Is watch that, it, dude. Is that, is, is I have a Costner, you know? I, I'd Wyatt Earp from 600 years ago. That's yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> but I'd rather watch Costner doing, like, good, doing, like, in his prime, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not being able to keep an accent consistent for a <laughs> yeah, single scene. I should watch that in preparation for the like sixty-two Robin Hood movies coming yeah. out in the next two years. Sure, it's, it's got Morgan Freeman, the youngest you'll find him. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Freeman was like six when they made that movie. <laughs> <laughs> a wise <laughs> six-year-old. There was something I watched that somebody was like, so he was like, I don't like Morgan Freeman. Find his voice grating. It's something oh, I heard the other day. I thought it was Friday. The was fun. another one. I watched the Friday. The funniest thing I'd ever heard. Men in Tights was really big, <coughs> speaking of Robin Hood, for uh, yeah. me. I'm guessing no one's coming. Blinken, is anyone coming? I'm guessing no one's coming. <laughs> Dave Chappelle playing a blind man. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, Harlem Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Harlem Nights I loved. It was like one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies at that time. Like just, there's Red Fox is Harlem so Nights fucking is so funny. good. And then like Jurassic Park could come out in the year before this. Did you watch Jurassic Park a bunch? Jurassic Park. I, must, I, mean, I watched it. Watched a yeah. bunch. Really? Jurassic Park and Terminator 2 coming out within like a year of the each other. Terminator or, 2 was a bit, yeah. I mean, I w- would not love movies the way I do if it wasn't for those two movies. Man, those feel like vastly different qualities. <laughs> and they're the, those two are of the most perfect movies ever made, Jurassic and I will fight Park. you. Yes, and you're the asshole here, and everyone listening knows also, that. The Jurassic Park <laughs> is. <laughs> like, also, everyone listening is like, oh, he's really giving someone shit about. Oh, you mean the quality also, of one of the finest science fiction some of the blockbusters biggest, of all time? Okay, jumps I, in special effects history. Yes, yes. Yeah. And yeah. now they look ridiculous. No, Jurassic but Park holds up. And I think T2 holds it up. It doesn't hold up. T2 holds up I watched up Jurassic Park as a kid, 
and I watched it like three years ago, and three years ago I laughed the whole movie. I it watched Jurassic Park literally bananas. three that's weeks ago. You're a fucking clever, and it was clever girl. No, it's it is so goofy. It's such a goofy. It's just yeah. The mo- you tell me a comedy. movie about dinosaurs escaping on an island's a little goofy. I'm into that what? idea. I wanted to like it. I wanted to be. You scared. did like it. You watched it now, and you ruined it for yourself. No, I didn't like it as a kid. When I was a kid, it was the scariest thing. Ever the, I watched it in you're theaters. The, oh, okay, and that's I just different. I was just terrified. I, I thought you were. Like just not gonna like it. I spent it when the you were whole time like digging my fingernails into the armrest, and it was with my sisters. And we had done this is how much. So it was PG thirteen, and I was twelve, and so I wasn't allowed to see it because my mom thought that was legally binding. And so <laughs> we, but she made us a deal that if we like did this huge amount of yard work, we could go see Jurassic Park. And I like spent like three or four full days weeding this yard, and got to go to Jurassic Park. And so I could not admit. The whole, I was terrified. I couldn't be like, I hate this and I want to go. I'm so sad I made this decision. Did you just confuse? You know Jurassic Park 1 and Jurassic Park 3 are two separate movies, right? Because I think you may be... Also... I've never seen Jurassic are Park you 3. No, it's real bad. Are, I'm sure it's you, bad. But Jurassic Park 1, terrifying. And now I watched it. Not scary. Uh, not, well, I'm, I'm glad you not, conquered your fears. I'm glad. And, <laughs> and now it's just a silly movie. It is just so Are you beautiful. telling us that you did your duty as a son and helped your mother around the house and then she was still a good woman and took you to a movie and then you were fucking ingrate about it? That's, that's what it sounds like to me. That feels like a willful misunderstanding my mom, of my story. <laughs> my mom was taking me to Dangerous Minds with one of my friends, John Swanson, in the car. I was way too old to cry about what I was about to cry about. She <laughs> finds out on the, on the way to the movie, she goes, hey, it's rated R, so you can't go. And I started bawling, oh. bawling in the car, right in front of my toughest friend, by the way. <laughs> and we ended up getting to go to the movie, but at what cost, you ask yourself? <laughs> at what cost? <laughs> I couldn't even enjoy oh. when she flipped oh. the chair around I and left, talked I to that kid. I left a big kid. piece of me in the, in the Honda Civic that day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what was the thing that I, uh, I, I, The waterworks turned on for me and my girl. <laughs> oh, still. Yeah. The movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I cried every He's allergic now. to bees. Well, get him out of the fucking tree then, lady. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What's, what scared you as a kid, Anthony? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I there's one movie I have never gone back and watched because I saw it very, very young. But it was... um. Oh, I can't even think of the name the of it. the first real sex on no. HBO? <laughs> yeah, yes. All these old people fucking mug. I couldn't Scared handle it. <laughs> it yeah, was, I was like, oh, there's so much. No, it was... Um, uh, what was it called? Under the... Blood Red Sun. It was like a movie about alien abduction from like the oh. late eighties. Um, oh my god, remember. I can't remember what it's called. Shocker did that, from but it just that movie. very the, very young. Saw it as a movie kid. Or the uh, under the blood red position. Not under the blood red. Shocker, where the dude gets electrocuted and they yeah. show the whole thing. Yeah, it's oh, fucking gnarly. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Sean uh, scared the, you. The Exorcist still. Did. I, my mom let me see uh. the Exorcist when I was like five or something, which was just astonishing. And I watched uh, that a couple years ago. I don't know if scared is the way I feel now, but it is unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Un- that is yeah. a gross you, movie. You know what actually still like scares me? It scared the shit out of me when I saw it was Nurse Ratchet and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Net. Like that is oh. like yeah. that yeah. is like the most just she's so cold and it's like that's like to me that's the number one movie villain of all time is One her. Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was uh premiered at the Baghdad Theater right here in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, because yeah, it was filmed in Salem, right? Also yeah. the second movie to win all five majors in the Oscars. Yeah. Ken Kesey, born and raised in Oregon. I like this. Like, I, I it's just like you genuinely like... Everything that comes out of Sean's mouth most of the time is dog shit. He has a really interesting... No, fact. I genuinely love that this is a couple times Irish fallen into... I think like, you're a really fun, funny comedian, and I'm glad that we're friends. I or love sorry, you, man, and I don't know if I've ever been closer to anyone in my life. Sure, close your legs. Alex, go ahead. I no, open your open your mouth. Stop. Alex, go ahead. Shane keeps interrupting you with a stupid gibberish. Go ahead. I just, I, I do like, I, I mean, I have always loved, Sean, about you, your uh, hometown pride. And I love that you also have some of that about Portland. And Sioux I Falls, love South Dakota and Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that everyone has, like, hometown uh, hometown facts. Yeah. I enjoy that. Um, <laughs> what? Not a lot of winners about Sioux Falls. I'm just, we don't know, there's not a lot of fun facts about Sioux Falls. Name the neighborhoods in Sioux Falls. Dog Patch. Whiskey Flats. <laughs> North North Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> These we, sound like they're not real. Yeah. <laughs> they're unofficially real. Is there a North Cliff? Yeah, there's North And Cliff. then some guy was like, there's clearly a cliff north of what are we going to call that? <laughs> north North Cliff, Steve. <laughs> Jesus. They figured it out. They were like on top of North Cliff. They looked north. And they were like, ah, shit, another one. North, <laughs> what do we do? North Cliff is gutter. North North Cliff is way more gutter. 
Dog Patch and Whiskey Flats are the same neighborhood. We couldn't figure out what to name it because they're both tight names. It's just a trailer. <laughs> make one of those. It's a trailer park just east of North North Cliff. It's Dog Patch. <laughs> you should make one of those shirts with all the neighborhoods in the right, city right. that like is a map. Oh, that's yeah, that's fun. what. That's, well, that's what spawned it because Sioux Falls tried to have a shirt that said all their neighborhoods, like McKenna Park neighborhood, the right. West Side, and we're yeah, like, yeah. that's North North Cliff. That it's is dog fucking. Bed. And Upper you mean whiskey flats. <laughs> Some of the neighborhoods are named after bars, like the Crowbar neighborhood, shit like that. Really? Like, that's crazy. I would prefer Crowbar neighborhood as sure. th- uh, than Crowbar West spine. I'll tell you where they burn your drinks. The Crowbar, my friend. Where they burn your drinks? It means put a lot of liquor in there. <laughs> Oh. Go, order, go order yourself a vodka. Yeah, we say they got. Man, the, I've we, we so are, you want to go to a bar today. with somebody who's got some stiff wrist? That's yeah. 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 <laughs> order a double. They just pour vodka till it's overflowing and <laughs> look at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to drink? You're just going to stay in yeah. there and bleed. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to go there. God damn it. <laughs> I All said, right. drink up, boy. <laughs> All right. It's time for our minor compliment now. So we're going to go in reverse order. Shane. You're up first. What is your uh, secondary minor compliment for for Tombstone? Oh man, that's um, that's good. I can point. come back to you if you need a chance to think. Oh, I just think it's hard to say anything minor about it. It's, like, no, it's such I, a just, great movie. But just like the second, the secondary one, because you already said your first. Okay, okay, yeah. Turn your yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm good, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought um, you bumped your mic. No. Anyway, go. All right. Um, I would say <laughs> I like the scenery. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Perfect. All right. We just, we've uh, done so many quotes. I, I, All right. I'd like a minor compliment, please. So, yeah, you, okay, fine. You go next. I can't do it. You weren't gonna I was going to go. You weren't going to be next. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. You guys can just, just decide what order this all Alex, goes in. Alex, please, who is going to go next? Uh, it's my turn next. Okay, um, and my we, we mentioned this conversation a little bit, but the Latin conversation mm-hmm. is not only badass. So it's, it's um, Doc Holliday and Johnny Ringo, the Doc Holliday, the bad guys. And they are both drunk, and they are meeting for the first time, but they've heard of each other. And they um, they have a toxic masculinity off, but a very intelligent one, where uh, they speak back and forth. Not And here's the thing. I, I knew it was brilliant. I knew it was a badass scene, but I looked up what the Latin is. Oh, I was just going to do that. Were I, you going to do it? I, I, yeah, go ahead. I had never looked it up before, and I read it today. Not only do they go back and forth in Latin, but they go back and forth in like famous latin phrases i've always wanted to know what this super is. deep meanings so uh so, so it starts excited. out uh doc says something mean about ringo and wyatt earp is like don't worry about him he's drunk and doc says in vino veritas mm-hmm. right in in wine there is truth um <sighs> which is badass so like yeah. yes i'm drunk but i fucking mean that a drunk body speaks a sober mind is how an idiot says that sure yeah yeah <laughs> Or just in wine, this truth. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of me. And then Ringo, so Ringo, and I I knew that, I'd heard that line before, so I knew that's where it started. But then Ringo says, Aje quote Ajis, which means, uh, so this actually got, like, is a, a famous Latin phrase, but it means. Say um, that again, what was it? Aje quad Ajis, okay. something like that. But it, what it means is, um, you do what you do. So there's a couple of interpretations of it in this case. One is just like, well, you're a drunk, so you're always drunk. So of course that's what you'd say. Yeah. Um, and another one is sort of like you are what you do. So you, um, if that's what you're saying now, you are that. You are uh, yeah. the drunk. Anyway, so he says that back, and then Doc says, uh, "Credit Judas Appella non ego," mm-hmm. which is terrible pronunciation of Latin, but I don't know anything about it. But what uh, basically what that, that's a famous ego. line from a from a Latin play that means "Tell it to someone else, I don't care," <laughs> which is just so fucking cool. I love so this. not only like they're deep. Uh, they're very cleverly written, and also they are incredibly badass. Keep going. And then Ringo, so Ringo goes, uh, Juventus Stultorum Magister, which means youth is the teacher of fools. So what that means, which, so that could mean a couple of things. One is it could mean like, um, I'm younger than you, and I'm going to show you, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to destroy you. Um, and then Doc says, uh, in passe, requesit, requasat, anyway, uh, rest in peace. Which so, uh, which could mean let youth rest in peace. Now I'm old, so I'm gonna I, I know a lot. But or it could mean I'm gonna fucking kill you. There's just it's so that's well written. Ends. That's where it ends. God, that's yeah. so cool. And they do that in Latin without subtitles, so you just you can just tell it's badass. Oh, the way they're saying and it, and they're so at each other. Could you imagine if you were at like a boat tonight and these <laughs> two strangers just got into a Latin off, like just sitting there being like. 
I don't know what they're saying, but this is intense. Yeah, you know, what, you t- know what I would think? I would think that sober guy is about to fuck up that drunk guy, <laughs> and I would lose all of my money. Well, <laughs> it, it does, I would if that happened at a bar right now, I'd probably like, God damn nerds, and I'd be like, just walk out. But well, then if both of them had guns and were famous at, for shooting people, it would make it all so much more I would also run out if that was the case. If well, I knew yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like just slowly backing away while they're talking. Like, well, I'm just going to be Those behind guys with here. guns are having strokes, so I'm going to get out of here while they're having a stroke. <laughs> what would get me is if they were like slobbering drunk like Doc was, but the second they started speaking Latin, Doc didn't seem drunk anymore. Yeah. That's what where I was like, he looks on point now that he knows they might need to fucking. Oh, he's yeah, like yeah. a trashed drunk, but he's not a sloppy drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, there's he, a di- he, like he's like clearly like sweaty and but he's like it's because he's sick and he's not taking yeah. care of himself. He's not like like a hillbilly drunk who's just like falling all yeah, over the place. He's not really high he's a functioning. Yeah. It's also clear, you think yeah. that's what you think that's how it's going. <laughs> you really think that's how it's going? <laughs> fucking drinking and blinking on you all the time. <laughs> all right, uh, you know what I would love, Sean, is I would love if you had a minor compliment out because you wanted it. And the, that's uh, a major compliment, by the way, yours. That was awesome. That yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. The part where... Oh, it was good. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you There's a there's a YouTube video with the translations under it, and I highly recommend it. It is just an incredible piece of writing. Sorry. Sean. I dig it. The part where uh, they're at the play, and the devil's about to sell his soul, and they just show the guy, like, jug- doing the whiskey in front of the light. Just to, oh, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. show what, how they're doing how the How they changed the light yeah. effect. Cool, because that's the only time... That yeah. they show you how they did anything back then. Yeah. The rest of it's just shooting and killing. <laughs> I like that one. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, that's like these inventive guys. They're not all <laughs> monsters. They can they can figure out how to turn it right. Yeah, probably. I really get you. That whole sequence is so awesome just because it's like, you know, a bunch of rowdy cowboys who are, you know, making a scene, but the second, like, just good acting happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because yeah, they're yeah. like, they've no ever, they're so, like, they're not, like, we're, like, so inundated with animal performances all the time and stuff, you know? Anyway, you just walk down the street in the city, you see someone performing something. But like right. when you're in that, it's like we we just want to make a scene. It's like, oh, this person's really doing something. Yeah. And like just they really get into the way everyone gets quiet. I think that's just such a well. Well, I, I was kind of bummed that they oh. shot at the juggler and didn't get to watch his act. Because, uh, A, because I like juggling, but also they described him as that's the professor. He catches things. And that's such a great description of juggling. Like the throwing's not impressive; it's the catching that's yeah, really yeah. good about juggling. <laughs> yeah, just I did think of a minor compliment. <laughs> you want to take a, you want another bite of this apple? Go yeah, for it. The uh, when the caskets are being made, when you see that, there's like a yeah. couple scenes where you see all the ca- there's like a lot of foreshadowing in it. It's yeah. really fantastic. Yeah. All right, I'm glad yeah. we went back for that, Anthony. Uh, my, my, my I, was, I was when I was watching the, this movie last night. I, I just kind of think like. How like how stranger and how much better real life is than fiction a lot of the time. Like if none of this happened, and someone came and was like, "Oh, I want to pitch to you a story." <laughs> it takes place in this in this fictional town called Tombstone. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> Very nope. on the nose. Done. Yeah. No, it's, it's about this guy who comes in. He's tired of this life. Uh, he sets up a job in a boat real fast, but then a guy, some dick, takes a bunch of fucking opium and accidentally shoots the sheriff, and then things. Just, it's just. It's all these crazy coincidences and like people just making one bad choice yeah. and like everyone else getting caught into it. The fact that like Kurt Russell's mustache is so impressive, but it's <laughs> also a shadow of what White Up's real mustache oh, looked yeah, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fact that he sh- showed up because there's no doubt Kurt Russell could grow mm-hmm. a big old mustache. He didn't want, he wanted do, he didn't want his mustache <laughs> yeah. to chew the scenery. But like they showed up, they had to, like they had the Peel like roll back the truth a little bit. They had to soften it. Yeah, because this is such no one's gonna believe. That. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just the whole thing is such a crazy. No, no but it's how it happened. Don't care how it's happened. That yeah. no one. It's such a crazy story, but like most of it is real. It is, you know? it is not. I mean, it is based on true things. Yeah. But for example, I did look up that the gunfight at the OK Corral was actually in an alley a block away from the OK Corral. I but, but the fight was pretty true to form. Like they didn't. The, it was. I was doing the Doomstone, dumbest fact. I was yeah. presenting that as if it was true, and you well, all like took it like it was important. But that was dumb. The, it is true, but it's dumb. The anyway, most sorry. famous Western lesson of all time is from Who Shot Liberty Vance. Since when legend becomes fact, you print the, the legend. man who shot Liberty Vance. The man who shot Liberty. Uh, who shot Liberty Vance is the name of the movie, right? The man. I think it's the man who shot Liberty. I cut Valance. you off, Sean. What were you saying? Oh, the OK Corral was. They they were very true. They they they. Okay, corral fight wherever it took place. Yeah, w- there wasn't a lot of fiction. Not a lot of people died in that. Right, I, I don't yeah. know if anybody died. 
Uh, or three of them. You know, a couple of, of cowboys died. died. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's what the rest of us. But the way that revenge. people think the OK Corral went down, they think it was like a giant massacre where like a hundred people died. No, and that's not what happened. Yeah. It was just no. Fucking, you know, like yeah, two people getting killed in one place is kind of a lot. Man, there's yeah. so many things in this movie that are badass. I agree. But the, one of them is that when they walked Keep up, looking at me, I'll beat your ass. When I stop it, when I walk, when they walk up uh, for that fight, and uh, I think it's Ringo who's just spinning the knife and mm-hmm. throwing it into the log, and then spinning it and throwing it into the log. I was like. You could just get a knife just for spinning. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. his. That's just his badassery I, knife. Actually, you like, need that when Doc walks up and he just shoulders off the duster. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like laying oh, over. He's not, his arms He just walks and he pops the shotgun to show into the air, and the horse kicks oh. up. And I am not usually up. someone who's really into like dudes being tough and masculine, but man, there's some bad like that. Like it does sure. make me want to sh- hey. like shrug off a coat and yeah, shoot, and just shoot a gun. This, this whole movie, like you oh. guys all had a real like spot in this movie. Like you guys knew it really well. I have not yeah. seen this movie since it. I mean, I was probably a few years after it came out. I saw it, so it's been you know, over twenty years. Yeah, since I've seen this movie, almost twenty-seven years. And, it was, and it's, I mean, you know, depending on that was a callback to when you didn't yeah. remember. Sure, when but I had the wrong math. Thanks yeah. a lot, Mister Waldschmidt. It's like how much <laughs> I remembered about, and like it wasn't even like the plot elements. It was oh, like yeah. very specific images so stated, strong. like this the scene, like a lot of that stuff you guys mentioned. The thing that for some reason, like when it happened in the movie, I was like. Oh yeah, I remember this because it made such an impact on me. It's the the when he ambushes the cowboys at the train station, yeah, and he just comes out and he's just fucking furious and just telling like leaves comes one out of them with alive. Some heat. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like ah, tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. And it's just like for some reason I remember like <laughs> being so impressed by that as a child. Can you and it really, could you imagine first of having okay. to go and like communicate that message. That's what I was going to say. Can you imagine being the one delivering that message? Well, he said that he's coming and um, no, no, just, hell's coming with him. Hey, like, to well, me, what it's... Then, then, then the guy he's saying it to is just like, to me, what it seems like is that you're probably lying and you had to think of a really good line that might even scare me. <laughs> Ike, we all Johnny know you're Ringo. a coward. Yeah. It, and it was Ike that he said it to. So everyone's like, Ike, listen, we've seen you run away from this guy a million <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to want us to kill him. So I d- he probably just said, hi, Ike. I'm taking off. I'm going back to Dodge City. <laughs> Why don't you get out of here? I go go get everybody caught. Oh my no, god! No 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 no! I swear I swear he said hell was coming with him. No, I heard you. The, I heard you the first badass, time. Badass though. Ike, I heard you. Yeah yeah. Got to admit, I would have fought him, but it was so tough. The scene where Doc is sitting there playing the piano, and oh, Thomas yeah. Hayden Church walks oh up, and he god. just goes, "Play a uh, bye bye black sheep." No, yes, no, it's, it's, it's uh, Stephen fucking Foster. Yeah, he goes. He goes. Oh, you know. Frederick fucking Chopin. Chopin. Oh <laughs> Just god, like I love it. I like how they're co- they're both at this bar fucked up and they don't care. That's yeah. it's funny because they're like, that's we hang out tonight, right? Like we we know we hate each other. There's but not a Crips and a Bloods bar. They both yeah, party in the same like, place. We gotta be here. We, well, this is the cool bar. We all, we all party. We're gonna go through this dance every night, or we're gonna just get hammered sometimes. Man, I also looked up the rules of Pharaoh, and that is a boring gambling game. There is not a lot going on, and yeah, I can be pretty see why that for those idiots. I know, yeah, and you, <laughs> but I can see why that's not happening anymore. And the idea that he just walked up and bet five hundred dollars in eighteen eighties money is just like you put it on one card, he flips over a card, it's not that card, you lose. Pharaoh's kind of like high low, right? I mean, if it's j- if it's higher, yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're betting higher and lower. There's a couple of other parts. Now I've all forgotten. It's it very, it's very simple though. Like the games I mean, that the, we play at my drunk Christmas. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you just the, the <laughs> important thing to remember Christmas. is that only a sucker bucks the tiger. The odds are all on the house. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for our show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Yay! We're, we're gonna be back again next week. Next week we're talking about Beauty and the Beast, the all-new live-action version of the Disney classic cartoon about a beautiful woman who is kidnapped, and somehow because of the kidnapping, decides that she's gonna fuck a giant goat dog. So all of that and more coming up next week on the program. A couple of quick shout-outs before we go. First, uh, thanks to Helium. Yeah, Nick Harris. In Portland. Yeah, everyone at the club for letting us record here. Um, And also, I want to mention Tripod, uh, 
Uh, so a bunch of podcasts, uh, all of the big guys have gotten together, and we are glomming onto that this month uh, to help get people into podcasting. There's a lot of people who do not listen to any podcasts at all, and they're trying to do that with the, the hashtag tripod with a Y. Hashtag tripod. So if you uh, tweet at us what your other favorite podcasts are besides the show, what else you're listening to with the hashtag tripod, uh, and we will share some of our favorites as well. Um, Sean is a regular guest on a couple of podcasts, uh, that you sh- that both of which are just uh, hysterical and you should listen to. But uh, you've been doing a lot of all fantasy everything recently. Yeah, it's been fun. It's, get- it's getting where I think we're like 20 episodes in, but it's been it's really picking up steam. You know what you guys should talk about? Breakfast cereal. I think it'd be a great one if we if we drafted breakfast cereal. Cereal killers. Yeah, I think that's a fucking terrible idea. But that I think would be a bad idea. Cereal. But breakfast cereal, I'd be into. But it's not a bad idea. Good. You don't tell me. You anyway, uh, that's. All I was about cereal killers. You're also working on Doug loves movies, which is uh, yeah. almost goes without. So one. the idea. So so find somebody you know who doesn't listen to any podcast, and you can tell them about us, or you can tell them about something else. I just I love the industry, and I want it to keep going. Um, so that's that hashtag tripod, and you can follow Anthony Lopez PT2 on Twitter. Yeah. Part two. Fire in the sky was the name of that movie that scared me. Oh, I just remember that scared Fire that's in the DB sky. Sweeney, right? That was about aliens. Yeah. Yeah, it scared me. Too. Yeah, the was movie. D.B. Sweeney. I think so. I just, all I know is I haven't. I've. Is it? I want D-B. to have. He doesn't know. <laughs> I want to have David Bowie Sweeney. Maybe if you say I want to have your Jurassic Park experience. I want to go back and watch Fire uh, in the Sky and be able to laugh at it because something about that movie traumatized me. I definitely so. want to watch this with you now. Then yeah, that I'm movie, so yeah. terrified of watching this movie because it just really. I remember that movie being poor. scary too. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. All I remember was as a kid, there's like uh, a few yeah. scenes that. It's like, a hell of a title. Yeah, that really just shook me and like. We're gonna really we're gonna put this in the list. I'm gonna make we're gonna watch Fire in the Sky again in the next couple weeks. No, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. Okay, yeah, hopefully. Tell you're me when laugh. you put it on the list, and I'll watch it anyway. It's just so I'm yeah. in the same boat. With this. Totally. Yeah, I will. I will. I will rewatch it. This would be a good reason because it is something like I feel like I need to close this chapter of my life. I need to get I over agree. Fire in the Sky. Uh, and at Sean's Jordan. Yep, until the other Sean Jordan gives it up, or Sean P. Jordan gives it up. This is such a regular feature is people on, on the shows where I, I mention your Twitter handle, and as soon as you hear it out loud, people just sigh. It's tough. Instagram's way better. Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan. I'm very proud of that <laughs> one. Do you not do Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan on Twitter? No, it's too long. It's so is Sean Claude Van Jordan, which is the other choice. Can you do Sean C-G-R? At Syrup Mountain, which does read well. That that one you've got. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, follow Shane. Shane, uh, do you want to... At Syrup Mountain. At Syrup Mountain. And uh, give, us, give us something where you're going to be. When does when this come you, out? Uh, next week. When are you going to be in at uh, Comedy on State? Oh, oh, yeah, that's good. I'll be there 6th, 7th of April. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comedy on State in Madison. In Madison, uh, recording my album. Yeah. And then also... Can you edit this part if I, if it if, I'm, if it hasn't gone public yet? I don't. That doesn't matter. It's fine. Now, Sean, make fine. sure you keep that in. I did want to say I'm it because I would like people you to support it and tell you that I'm not allowed to say this thing. Is it yeah. is the yeah, thing yeah. That, that no one cares about? You think, yeah, no one cares about it. Okay. Do the thing that you, that you would come on. The thing that I don't care about. Why don't you say? It? Why don't you say? It? Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll be taping my Comedy Central half hour on April 19th. Awesome. Woo-hoo. All right, that's it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. In the wall.